0: Let's
1: go! The 4 O'Clock Football Frenzy.
0: Hey, you hit me so hard down there.
1: Presented by Dustin DeHart of Nova Home Loans. Call him now at 702-577-2600. The 4 O'Clock Football Frenzy. On Cofield and Company. Company. All right, let's
2: do it. Football time, 4 o'clock hour, about 15 minutes away from getting into the uh, developing story with the Raiders. You know, Mark Bidane walked away from the job suddenly back on July 19th, president of the Raiders. A lot of people were shocked, and now we're starting to see some notes and some developments in that story. Again, that's coming up in about 15 minutes. Uh, More and more former players get added to the broadcast docket. This guy doesn't think he's done with the NFL, but he's going to work in broadcasting while he waits to get the call. Robert Griffin III. He'll probably be pretty good. I think he will be. Yeah. Now, we don't know until you know we find out if he studies, if he preps, if he's coachable, if he cares, if he's got a good delivery. We won't know any of that because dealing with the media and giving some nice clips is one thing. But there are some former athletes who take broadcasting seriously. There are others who just do not. Yeah, and I, I think the key like, is having a good, a good base. Because, like, all those things are going to de- determine
0: whether you're successful and good at the job. But he's got a good base to start with. I mean, there's other guys where you're like, I've never even heard that guy say anything. Like, wh- why would he do
2: it? It's, least- also, it's also a weird position for a guy who's hoping to play. Sort of hamstrings you in terms of being honest with your analysis. Like, completely honest. Sure. You would be honest and just be nice, you know. Wouldn't you just go in and start trashing, like, backup quarterbacks? (laughs)
0: Like, this team, they're a backup quarterback away from being successful. I really worry about the Jets situation. (laughs) If if only they could find somebody somewhere. I don't know where. Maybe even in the stadium. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and yeah, you probably would be hesitant to talk and say anything bad about any GM or coach or team or or anything like that. So, yeah, I think it does. I, I would rather you wait until you're fully committed. Uh, to broadcasting to jump into it, uh, but he seems to be kind of going to go in the Jay Cutler route.
2: Brought this up yesterday that it was going to be a problem. Has the NFL officially decided to add testing for vaccinated players on a daily basis? Is that done yet, or that was the suggestion? That was a suggestion. Okay, so the current situation is... One of the big advantages they were giving to vaccinated players is that you don't have to be at the facility every morning to test. That was the case last year. If you got vaccinated, fully vaccinated, you don't have to test every day. If you're unvaccinated, you have to test every day. And as Adam can attest to, as a member of the media who had to test every day, it's a giant pain in the ass. It is. Well, now, because the NFL still hasn't been able to stamp this out, just like general society has not been able to stamp out COVID and the spread, the idea is that, sorry, vaccinated players, even you are going to have to test every day. And Jimmy Graham is like, and I, I knew this was coming because a lot of vaccinated players are going to be like, wait. You guys, you know, instructed us or told us or had had us leaning towards getting this done because of the benefits. Now it's done. And we're going back to us testing, too. Like, what's the point?
0: And there, there's frustration. Obviously, for sure, uh, with a lot of guys. Um, and you understand why. Uh, I, I, have, I have these conversations with friends of mine, and they get pretty heated and, and ugly. And it's like, messaging keeps changing. It does. What else keeps changing? Uh, the, the virus. It keeps changing. So you're going to have different... And, and you know, like talked about this today uh, in, his, um, in his address to the state. He goes, I, he's like, believe me, I understand. There's got to be frustration of people and there's there's an easy attack back at, you know, regulations and rules to say, but you said this before. He's like, yeah, I get it. He's like, some of the things we did were wrong. We shouldn't have done them. But there's different information every day. So all you can do is try to make the best decisions. You, the people who have to make decisions, make the best decisions they can with the information available at that time. And if it's wrong, you're erring on the side of trying to be helpful. And I, I don't get, that's the disconnect I don't get when people get all angry and, and frustrated. And I listen, I get it with Jimmy Graham. I'm not saying this from the outside. I will be affected by this. Like, th- this is not like, oh, these guys, like, no, me. I will be affected by this. This sucks. You think, like, I've talked about already getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning. Now I have to get up at like, 5.30. You think that's fun? No. But I also understand what they're, what they're trying to do. Like I, I understand that these decisions that are made are in the interest of, hey, what can we do to best get back to everything being normal? Right now it's this. Okay, cool. If it's not, then we'll, we'll try to figure
2: out the next thing when we have new information. But that's what we're dealing with right now. Jimmy Graham said, I've been in the league going on 12 years now. It's been kind of frustrating at times with the NFLPA. I'm not going to hold back. I'm a grown man. I wish somebody would talk to me and speak to me like a grown man and let me have a little bit of say in some things. Uh, I'm about to go on – Onto to uh, Week 17, playing for free as well. How does that make any sense? Who petitioned for that? I certainly didn't. Yeah, well, and to
0: me, this was like the bigger part, right? <laughs> to me, this was this is what he really wanted to get to. Oftentimes, if, if you let people talk long enough, they get to what they really are. Oh, well, he's frustrated to about with. that, but he also said we're, yeah.
2: we, we uh, were basically forced into getting the vaccine. Now I'm just confused, NFLPA. I've done everything I've been asked, and now I feel like I'm being punished. If I miss a test, you're proposing – uh, uh, every day, I'll be fined a max of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. How does this make sense? How does the punishment a hundred times worse than last year? And I'm vaccinated now. He has yeah. valid questions.
0: No, he does, but he gets that. But I don't. I don't. I didn't see that part of it, so I don't know. But I also, I feel like, and again, everything could change in the next couple of days. Like what I was told was that you'd test every day when you arrive. So I don't understand how you'd miss a test. Like how would that even be possible? Day off today? The Raiders were off. Nope. It, you only test on days when you're when you're. Oh, entering. That's it. Okay. That's what I that's what I was told. Is that like last year you had to go test every day even on days off? So even today when the Raiders had a day off, I would have had to go test last year. This year, you just have to arrive earlier, and test when you get there, and then enter the facility. It's like a it's almost like going through a metal detector. Like as you arrive, you take the test and then you go in. So I don't know how you would miss a test. I don't I don't understand that part.
2: So, not yet. I saw. You'll always get a signal, brother. I saw Cam Newton being asked about his vaccination status, and he did the same thing that so many of others, so many others have done. It's a personal deal. So, if I'm going to come to the conclusion that he's not, I think the count, and maybe maybe there's some updates that I've missed. The count potentially could be, and this is something I mentioned with the vaccine in the NFL about a month ago. Like, what would happen if a third of the quarterbacks in the National Football League are like, starting quarterbacks, are like, nah. (laughs) Well, I think we're at Dak Prescott. Has there been an update on that one? Because he he also said the same thing, like, hey, personal decision, not going to talk about it. Dak Prescott, Josh Allen, Kirk Cousins, Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, and Zach Wilson. (laughs) Okay. That's seven. Now, I, I don't know for sure that they're, they're not, and just because they say I'm not right. going to say doesn't mean they're not. So my, but but it's, it's interesting. Those are seven guys in question, and I might be missing a couple others. And the, the only reason I mention this is we've seen what's happened with the Vikings. Yeah. Kellen Mond is not. He got COVID. Cousins is not. But And right now, because of tracing, their main quarterback's, we're out the last, like, four days. As long as this situation exists, this is week to week with those teams. If they're not vaccinated, every week is a crap shoot with a quarterback. Absolutely true. I and wouldn't bet I wouldn't bet any of these teams early in the week before Saturday. Yeah, I'll be making all my bets Sunday mornings <laughs> this sure, year, I think. Seriously. Uh, but I, and I mean, it might change. Of course. It might change. And, and you know what? The, the four guys who have said, hey, I don't want to talk about it, they might all be vaccinated. Right. And I, I do want to say that because early in this whole thing,
0: anytime anybody refused to answer or they said, I'm not going to answer that or I don't want to talk about that or it's personal, I would just assume that they're not. But I have changed on that because of all the reports, especially in the South. And there, there's a lot of um, different uh, you know news stories that are coming out that they're, they're putting vaccination centers in hidden locations because like there are certain people that ha- are getting a lot of grief like why would you get that that's the government blah 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 and they have to hide that they're getting vaccinated and a lot of those stories are coming out so it's possible that there's guys that are just feeling pressure from you know friends or people around them or you know conspiracy theorists that are like you better not get this thing like don't fall for this they're like uh, I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna publicly confirm it either way Okay, like it's possible. That's true. Yeah. Now, my uh, my first assumption when somebody says they're not going to answer is that they're not vaccinated, but I don't
2: necessarily think that's absolutely true. Drew Brees, you know, we we're just talking about uh, Robert Griffin the Drew Brees broadcasting now will be on the Notre Dame opener for NBC. That's all. Aw- that's awesome. On, Peacock. Woo! Notre Dame football. On Peacock. Before I start getting worked up. This is so great. You can
0: watch the game at halftime, flip it over to the office. perfect.
2: Let's let's play Adam Hill. uh, Basically pushing me off the ledge because he's heard enough about me whining about sports on Peacock.
0: in a bubble you're in a bubble right now hardcore sports fans will go watch the game at 1 a.m they are not broadcasting the olympics for hardcore sports fans they're packaging it for the people that don't watch sports that want to watch it in prime time on nbc that's what they're doing so get out of the bubble talk to real people
2: how much do you like doing this it's great because i do it to you all the time that you're out of touch great you're out of touch do we have confirmation is this behind the paywall or is it on peacock free uh, I would assume it's beyond the paywall. Do you want to watch it? Get Peacock. I'm going to say I think this is a horrific move. I understand, again, they're trying to build the platform. Now, there are a lot of casual Notre Dame fans. Do you think they're going to pay on a busy Saturday? I'll be, I'll be honest, man. If Notre, Notre Dame games get lost a lot of days, a lot of Saturdays for me. Oh, yeah. So... I don't know, man. I, I'm not some wealthy TV executive, so these people know what they're doing, I think. But putting Notre Dame behind a paywall seems kind of crazy to me. Well, especially... An additional paywall. I'll you know, say you're, why. You're already paying for your service. And, and I, please stop tweeting at me that you get Peacock for free on Cox Communications. I'm talking to the cord cutters, my people.
0: Well, don't... I mean, if, you're, if your provider comes with NBC, I think you get it, too. Like, I think you just type in the name of your cable. I'm not sure because I pay for Peacock. I think it's the greatest service that's ever existed. Sponsor the show. Uh, no, but I, I think um, I thought that you could just sign in with whatever cable company you have if MDC is, is uh, provided in your service because I think you could sign in. Like, I used, I've i mentioned I use, use YouTube TV. Uh, I thought you could sign in with that. But, again, I subscribe to Peacock and I pay for it, so I don't know for sure on that. Uh, they're obviously trying to drive people to Peacock. They want people to subscribe to it, and they think some of their bigger properties work better on Peacock because you know that's what people want to, to watch, so they might subscribe to it. Um, right. I, would, I would say subscribe because it's great. I'll give it a
2: chance. But I'll also say to I'll give it a you, chance. Maybe I just haven't looked deep enough within you, the bowels of my cord cutting. Here's where NBC might be making a mistake.
0: What is the average age of the Notre Dame fans? 70? Have you met a Notre Dame fan under sixty ever? That's a good point. Do they know how to find Peacock and subscribe to it? And to watch? maybe I'm being ageist. I don't think there's like eighty year old guys are like, you know, give me my Notre Dame game. <laughs> how do I sign into Peacock? I don't think that's happening.
2: I don't know. I don't have the data on that one. Again, I hope they crunch the numbers. They just assume <laughs> the the, the sixty six year old Notre Dame fan is going to have their grandson around.
0: <laughs> Help me out with this, kiddo. How many, how many of those do you think there's going to be? <laughs> They're like, why, why can't I watch Notre Dame?
2: Does your, uh, does Peacock. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> I ruined your rant. Does, uh, do, is your mother proficient with the apps? Oh, yeah. Okay. My, I think my father has no shot. Uh, my mother, who's much older than your mother, much older. Linda, you're a very young woman. Um, my mother, I think, has a pretty, gra- uh, pretty good grasp on it, so. She can find the game on Peacock. I don't think she's going to look for the Notre Dame game, but I think <laughs> if she needed to find a show, if your dad was like, <laughs> "I'm not going,"
0: I don't know what your dad sounds like. Where's the Notre Dame game? Your mom was like, oh, "I'll get it. I'll find it on Peacock for you."
2: <laughs> he might sound like that. I don't know. I don't get to. His grandpa he, from the well, Simpsons. Well, he, he's lost his. He's lost his hearing, so like talking to him on the phone is a just little bit difficult. So, but I don't know if he's at the point
1: where he's like,
0: "Hey, Stevie, <laughs> I can watch Notre Dame." Like, <laughs>
1: who cares? Dustin DeHart of Nova Home Loans brings you the 4 o'clock football frenzy. Dial 702 577 2600 now. Home prices have never been higher and interest rates have never been lower. Get your mortgage tune up today by calling 577 2600. Now that I've congratulated Philip for his retirement, I want to welcome him right back. Why, Steve?
2: Philip got nine kids. You're not retiring from nothing, homie.
1: I got seven kids. I'm 64 and still working. Your ass will be back next season. See you next year, homie. Hanging at the William Hill Sportsbook inside Silver Sevens, it's Cofield and Company. <laughs> uh,
2: I thought it was going to be like a real tasteless Phil Rivers reprodu- reproducing too much, but no, that's awesome. You people in the audience with kids at 65, what is wrong with you? Get it done early so you can live your G-damn life. With kids at 40 or 30. Wow. With kids in general. I mean, you know, not to go on one of these diatribes, but, you know, with the, the way things work now economically, a lot of people wait. But screw that, man. Just, just, just end the hope. Once you get to 35, if you can't afford it, you're not comfortable, move on. No kids. <laughs> Ever. I, I'm, I'm out. I was out the whole time. Yeah. H- happy as a clam. You can hear my joy every day. No stress. Guess no what? anger. No angst. If, can if, you imagine if I had kids? If, like like Steve Harvey was saying. <laughs> like, like I has got 7
0: I'm working forever. I just love like, when, like if a fr- if one of my friends tonight was like, hey, let's just all jump in a plane and go to Europe. I'd be like, awesome. And then other people are like, oh, I mean, I got to find a babysitter. <laughs> okay. You idiot!
2: <laughs> yeah, you got me the other day. Just just a just a relationship point where you. Uh, you, you know, I think we told the story on the air yesterday, but to repeat it for the audience that didn't hear it, you. You told me I don't know, what like, two hours before a dinner. Yeah, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, we're a group of people, you know, including our buddy Willie Ramirez, who's on the show all the time, and hey, we're going to dinner at, at six thirty after the show, and I was like. Eh. I'm like I need to know earlier.
0: Yeah, like you should, if you let me know earlier, I'll know. I'm like we literally just planned it. We're going. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I made commitments. Right. That sounds awful. <laughs> I I literally want to be able to. Whatever somebody says, hey, let's do this in 20 minutes. Like, yeah, let's go. I don't tell
2: anybody I care about. It. Like, let's just do it. You're a smart guy. Yes, you're a smart guy. Thank you. There's no secrets. Adam Hill. He's he's like a Dave Koken. Dave does whatever he wants. It's true. Right? Um, Live well, the dream. Was someone in the Raiders organization doing whatever they wanted? What is happening here? So let's go back to July 19th. Mark Badan walks. He's been with the organization for 30 years, right before the football season. And uh, immediately I see some people cover the Raiders like, nothing to see here. It's all good. I'm like, wait a second. Something had to happen to prompt this. And the first thought was like, oh, well, Bedane must have a great job. Coming up. All right. We're still trying to get to the bottom of this. Uh, Peter King was out doing some kind of hit for a couple of days around Raidersville. And, uh, well, going back, he would actually speculated. Because uh, this is now – how many uh, front office people have left? Four. Okay. Not just Bedane. So no. others have followed. Yeah. Okay. So we got Peter King, longtime NFL expert, saying – He goes, I heard a lot of theories about why Bidane left, uh, that he didn't approve of some of the spending by owner Mark Davis in the midst of a disastrous first financial season in Las Vegas. Oh, including Davis' decision to buy the WNBA Las Vegas Aces. um, That he was just tired of the nonstop pace of running a franchise in a new city. And I guess that he and Mark Davis were having significant disagreements on the direction of the franchise at a time when money was tight. So... I know you guys are working on this yeah you have to be I mean you know yeah it's a newspaper yeah what what's going on here is this is he just throwing stuff out the wall PK or had, I, I mean I don't know well I think we that, know we know some of the stuff that Mark Davis does locally I don't I don't know all of his business dealings and you know hey they buying the aces was interesting but I mean the two
0: theories that were out there were one Badane got a better job and just wanted to go somewhere which is still entirely possible um, and also this this uh, hypothesis uh, posited by Peter King which was also the one of the first two things that we had heard um, I think there's also you know all kinds of conspiracy theories and rumors out there and and you know crazy over-the-top things that could have happened uh, that are that people have bantied about I think the fact that other people have left would support both of those last two things one if something very nefarious was going on possible i don't think so we'll see um if it was about the financial direction it would make sense to wipe out not only badain but also all the guys on the financial side who were under him and were making those same decisions that would make sense for sure uh there's many possibilities um that that theory was out there that you know the team was like oh let's go sign this person sign this person let's just throw money away for the next 20 years and that the You're the, talking the football side or yeah. away from football? No, that on both, like, you know, the aces
2: and then other things that have been purchased oh, okay. and, you know, different, you know, suite upgrades and things like that. The, that suite, have been up, the suite upgrade is. That was interesting that they were throwing like another $800,000 yeah. into Mark Davis's suite. Yeah. So and there's that side. And then there's the, hey, invest in, in players and, you know, commit to money
0: for the next, you know, five, seven, ten years. And like the, the business side was like, eh. It's not just throwing away all this money we just got. We haven't got it yet, and we just went through a season with no fans. Um, so we're you know let's still be a little bit financially responsible. Like that's also possible.
2: There's definitely there's I don't you know that I, are I, I wouldn't blame them because again not to be Debbie Downer we still don't know what's going to happen this year with fans. True, we think we do. Yeah, but we're starting to see some changes now. I'm not saying fans won't be allowed in, but there could be some, some stuff coming up where maybe the cash flow isn't what you expected in a you know that 2021 football season may not be 100% normal. Yeah, I think that's, that's possible. Now Again, this is me just thinking if I were smart enough to run the financial side of a You're not. football organization. You're not. No, I'm not qualified. Uh, but I'm very thrifty as well. So I would be worried. I would be worried all the time sure i could see that and i would probably butt heads you know with someone who was spending a lot you know those things can happen in a relationship adam i've heard a lot of, a lot of people fight <laughs> yeah. over money that way yeah. Yeah. so right. i've now boiled this down to a marriage but it kind of is
0: well, it kind of is for sure and, 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 the,
2: and the business side led by bedain is you know supposed to have whoop. the best interest long range of everyone and they have to balance you know, what the owner does and what football operations well, is if, doing. if you want to continue your marriage analogy, there's also, hey, Badane has been at the
0: organization for 30 years, and he's been working with Mark Davis the whole time. Sometimes you're just like, all right, all right, I've heard that joke 18 times, bro.
2: How many Mini Coopers do you need? <laughs> How these... much was room service at the Westgate? Again?
0: No, not even, not even we're, spending we're, money, though. We're,
2: just, we're making all of this up.
0: Not even spending money, though. Again with P.F. Chang's? I want to eat lunch somewhere else.
2: Oh, okay. That, that part of it. Not like even, where are we meeting not today? Not even like big expenditure. Let
0: me guess. No, not even, the, not even price. I'm saying like where to eat yeah, lunch. Yeah. Like, okay, we're having a lunch meeting. Uh, let me guess, Mark. Chang's again? You're going to order likes, the orange chicken again?
2: He likes P.F. Chang's. And we just drive each other nuts. He probably likes your newspaper. Wasn't that part of the story that he would go, you'd get, get lunch at P.F. Chang's and kind of just sit there and read the newspaper? He loves the paper. It's fine, man. Well, I just texted him, and he hasn't responded. So I'm waiting on that.
0: <laughs> Doesn't love us that much.
2: Well, he might not like you when you're – I don't know what you're doing here, what, what you're, you're trying to present here. Well, something's going on, we think. And then, there's the, then there was the other report by Jason Cole who said uh, attorneys are being – well, he says, according to three sources, the Raiders have hired or in the process of hiring an outside law firm to deal with whatever the issue is at the center – of uh, at least top uh, four top executives being dismissed leaving the team, so, for what that's worth. It's the very beginnings of the story. Yeah. Yes. And we'll know
1: a lot more soon. <laughs> instead of beer and pizza and wings the night before a game like I did with some of my teammates in that winningest decade in the history of the NFL at the point then a year later a nutritionist comes and we're drinking these kale smoothies the night before the game and it's absolutely miserable but it's better I'm just a lot has changed probably for the better if I had to guess. hanging at the William Hill Sportsbook inside Silver Sevens it's Cofield and Company
2: that was the voice of uh, Pat McAfee, who's got his own show, but he was on another show with uh, Greeny, joking about how nutritionists have changed things for the better in sports, which brings us to a story that Adam was uh, trying to shoehorn in yesterday, but we ran out of time. Hockey-related, enemy territory-related. The ABS and Nathan McKinnon. I guess someone spilled the beans on McKinnon's discipline and what he expects from his coworkers. Well, I read through it. I have a couple of disagreements, but in terms of dropping the hammer on people around you, I liked it. Of course you did. Actually, I mean, I don't have a huge problem with
0: it. I'll say that the former teammate who spoke about it wasn't entirely – he
2: wasn't really being negative. By the way, what are you drinking? Coffee? It's not good for your throat. Give me the coffee. What? Give me the throw it out. No. no. Angel, uh, angel, grab the coffee. It's not good for your voice. No sweetener. Uh, yeah, you have phlegm all the time. Oh, it's oh, a stupid. No. Now, that said, I drink, like I've said, a pot of coffee in the morning. So this is – I'm joking, but sure. it's setting up. Nathan McKinnon is freaking intense. And you're right. It was complimentary, but when you – Read through it, you're like, eh, I don't think I want to be on that team with that guy. That's what some people are going to say. Sure. Uh, the former teammate who was a, a, a Russian, Nikita
0: Zdorov, uh, was speaking with a Russian outlet. Uh, so this was translated over. Uh, but he said Nate, he compared Nathan McKinnon to Michael Jordan. So Nate's like MJ. I don't want to make a direct comparison, but his way of thinking is very similar. He can be a jerk to his teammates. You need to accept that, and it would improve you as a hockey player as a result. And
2: if you can't accept it, well, then you're off the team. That does sound like MJ. Next step for McKinnon is actually win and then perform when it counts because he didn't perform where – I didn't think he performed very well, especially in the latter half of the series against UGK. Yeah, so the first part of that is don't screw up in practice. Everything has to be perfect. This this
0: stuff's crazy. So he said if you miss a pass in practice, he'd skate over to you and literally scream at you. Uh, if the puck ends up on his skates, not even on his skates, if it misses his stick even a tiny bit, like 15 centimeters in front of the blade of the stick, he won't move his stick to catch the puck. He stops everything, turns around, slaps the puck back at you. He's not going to try to catch any puck he doesn't like during practice just to show you that you made a blanking pass, which is a expletive. That he, put in there. Uh, he doesn't want you to make any bad passes. Everything has going to be perfect or you're doing it again at practice. And it goes beyond just things that are on the ice. Nathan McKinnon is obsessed with nutrition and fitness. He's got like a full-time staff. Uh, he's got a doctor uh, that works for him, that he that lives with him, that he pays $1,000 a day uh, while renting him his own apartment. Uh, he's got a personal chef and a dietitian that make $50,000 and 100000 a year respectively. So we're already up to close to like a million dollars. Of what Nathan McKinnon spends a year on his on his own body. Which, I guess if you want to be the best, it's kind of what you have to do. Uh, also, Nathan McKinnon will not drink alcohol or any drink besides water. Just water for him all yeah, the time. I, I can't do that. Which sounds incredibly boring.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, two years ago, McKinnon went into the locker room and got rid of all soda, desserts, and snacks.
2: This is where it starts to border on... Lunacy. This is really the fat pack portion sure. of the story. Say it again. He, he makes the decision to pull what out of the locker room? Soda, snacks, and all desserts. Man. Uh, also, put the kibosh on any white sauces. Th- that one. <laughs> so, any kind of Alfredo for pasta? I would assume, like, or like a mayonnaise based anything. Okay.
0: Now, I, I mean, I don't know if you've had. Like uh, Greek food. The white sauce is just incredible. Yes. yes, I love love it. Oh, so good. That's out. Put the kibosh on that. And no regular pasta.
2: All chickpea pasta. God. The S.O., significant other, buys the, this all these alternate pastas all the time. Come on. Actually, Xavier Pope's been trying to freaking pitch me on chickpea pasta, too. It's good. These freaking pasta nerds. It's actually good. Stop. Uh, good. According to Zadorov. Now I'm starting to. I liked all the. If you want to torture your teammates, your coworkers, demand excellence. I like that. But you're not taking away my pasta.
0: <laughs> according to Zadorov, McKinnon said, guys, if you want to eat that crap, you have the
2: offseason. When you come here, there's none of that. <laughs> I don't
0: know.
2: I saw that he gave him credit. He's like, hey, that's why we got a lot better. Yeah. He said they make it a big step Ooh. forward because of McKinnon. But you know, there's a balance too. There's a the point where you go over the line, things start getting tough, and maybe everyone's not busting their ass in the same direction, Nate. Can I get one have Oreo? They, have they want a <laughs> yeah, have they want a cup? They, they've, not, they've been a little yet, disappointing in the playoffs. Yet. So the formula may not be working. Bring back the pasta. Probably too many snacks in the off season. Regular pasta, bring it back. <laughs> no. And red sauce. I'm sorry and white sauce i guess he approves of the you Want sauce. an alfredo yes yeah give me some alfredo you can do without alfredo it's good it's really good for breadsticks at olive garden you dip them in there it's delicious none of that for nathan mckinnon yeah i, I was um i don't like taking away the snacks so i like snacks and then you start taking away freaking real pasta and an alfredo this guy's a lunatic <laughs> this is not how you're gonna run your household I don't, well, truth be told, I don't run my household. Fair. <laughs> I have no shot. You know, stuff, believe me, there's stuff there all the time where I'm like, what? what can, can you make what, a video? What, what, what did we buy here? Can what make, is this?
0: Can you make a video tonight of just throwing out all the snacks and
2: desserts and white sauce? What, at my house? Yeah. Yeah, we've we've tried to cut down on snacks, but I don't know. The, the snack monster breaks in, and I, <laughs> I look around. I'm like, what, where did what are the... What are these chips doing? Go here? full Steve McKinnon.
0: Steve McKinnon, his brother. <laughs> yes, you, your, your brother Nate, set a good example. Just go destroy all the snacks. Kick them out. They added. Uh, this was what? Deadspin. Well, they. Uh, it's from. I actually found it on a Colorado Hockey Now. Oh, okay. Deadspin picked up on this report from this uh,
2: Russian outlet. So you're. What are you like eighty percent? In approval of this, 90%? What do you think?
0: I mean, I, I get where he's coming from. I don't think, like, I, other guys have, like, different, uh, like, body chemistries. I feel like, like, everybody gets their own dietitian for a reason because everybody should eat differently. And, like, what if your guy's, like, yeah, we need you to have, like, chicken Alfredo?
2: Safe to say, OV and McKinnon will never be on the same team. Well, OV takes his orders from somebody else. Well, he does. Uh, but. What's his favorite order, food-wise? He makes this one himself. Isn't he? Like, isn't he like super chicken parm guy before games? Yeah. <laughs> what would McKinnon, McKinnon would flip, but it's the, the chicken parm part it's of breaded. it. Breaded, no good. You're out. What if he's cool with it? He's just like, yeah, as long as there's no White Sox, you're fine. By the way, did you see the the comment the other day by Ted Leonsis? Totally unrelated, but it's related to Ovechkin. What was that? So he took a swipe at. Westbrook wanting out, and he's like, well, I guess uh, I guess the NBA and the NHL are a lot different. Like, suggesting that Westbrook was selfish. <laughs> Do we want to have a discussion about character <laughs> right. between Russell Westbrook and Alex Ovechkin and some of the other stuff going on around the, the world of sports? Or Kuznetsov? Or, yeah, Cocaine Koozie? Oh, I, oh, I, oh, I guess that is the NHL versus yeah. the NBA. Okay, that's... I, saw, I saw the comment. And let me tell you, um, that guy is not—he's the Capitals have won. You know, they got a cup, but he's—he does not get blanket approval from the fans there, because uh, when that when that shot at Westbrook came out, and the shot at the NBA versus the NHL came out a lot. I mean, most of the thread was like, "Bruh, you got—you have a lot of issues, man." And you're—you know, the way you treated John Wall, right? Is that the loyalty you're talking about? Yeah, it's—it's it's ridiculous.
0: It, and sometimes people just have no idea, like no concept of what they're saying and how it doesn't add up with things they've said or done in the past.
2: What do you think is going to happen with the Capitals? As an example with – I have no idea what the NHL is going to do with COVID. We're seeing what's happening in the NFL. Some teams have had a lot of difficulty getting everyone on board. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen in the NHL
0: I, with a team like I the Capitals? I believe the Capitals were the worst in the league last year.
2: You think that's going to change? No.
1: Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. It's Cofield and Company's eye on sports gambling. I'm going to kill your bookmaker. I'm going to rip his throat out. I will step on his throat until the man chokes. Let me tell you how. Winners, 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 winners. Free, 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 free. All
2: right, rolling on here. Silver Sevens on a Thursday. Remember, if you sign up for A-Play, they've got a bunch of gift giveaways. Those are weekly. Tuesday's gift giveaways, Adam, I know you're an A-Play member, uh, all about the kitchen. So coming up is a giveaway on the 10th. A 10-piece set, a prep bowl set. I need one of those. Mixing bowl on the 17th. Got the uh, canister set. I need canisters should get them my storage is poor and then some sunglasses on august 31st but they're all free you know you get in the a play you play here you earn points and you're good to go this place is hooking up people uh, at least twice a week every month with a bunch of prizes so that's very cool all sounds right. cool you should just get married and then uh put the canisters on your register Ah, oh, what an idea is that a, is that a good reason to get married is it to collect all the kitchen items i think it's the only reason people get married Uh, give me the details on Illinois, Wrigley, sportsbooks, Cubs involved. The so sportsbooks are
0: allowed in Illinois, uh, but there's some rules and regulations that are in place that are uh, going to need to be changed if the Cubs are going to get their wish uh, of building a DraftKings book at Wrigley Field. Uh, there's been a lot of changes made to Wrigley over the years, and I saw some people really complaining about this one now, where it's like, okay, yeah, sure, it's still the original Wrigley, But we've changed all these things on the outside. We've added all these different seating areas. And now it looks like it's a new place. And now you're just going to build like a whole sports book here around it. They want a two story building, uh, part of it, which would be a pretty massive sports book right on property there uh, at Wrigley Field. Got to get approval from the landmarks panel because it is a national landmark, or it's a a local landmark, but also a, a national historical landmark of Wrigley Field. Also, need the city council to sign off. Uh, not only on the development itself but also to pass an ordinance that would allow sports betting inside uh, the city's major stadium so then that would also open the door for United Center uh, Soldier Field places like that to you know also whatever kamiski's
2: called now you do a cellular do we have any clue how it works with the teams that are housing the books in terms of the partnership are they getting are they getting some kind of back end are I'm they paying sure stra- they are. are they paying straight rent? I would imagine. At like least how, like, how do they benefit from it? Yeah, I would think rent. I mean, listen, I'd have a problem if they're getting a cut. If they're actually getting a cut, if I were a Cubs fan, I'd have a real big problem with it because yeah. you, you think they just sold off the team, all the good players, now and didn't care? Yeah. What, what if they're what, what if they're deeply involved in sports betting? And they're like, who who cares? What does it matter? Yeah, we'll make a lot more money by losing today than we would by winning. That can never be the case. No, but well, it can be What we, we, we said that
0: about the leagues? I've said why it can't be for the leagues either, and, and they've done it anyway. When the leagues have so much power over things like instant replay and they're getting a cut, what's to stop them? I mean, they don't even, they don't even have to look it up. They know. You're going to know every day. Listen, I know every day. I have enough friends that run sportsbooks in this town where I'm sitting with them, and as soon as the game kicks off, they know exactly which side they need to make money. And if the league is getting a cut and there's a close instant replay call, and the league is deciding it from the main office of the league. What's to stop them from looking down at I me mean, like, "Well, who we need here"? even if they didn't do that, they know they're going to know. So even if they didn't make a decision based on that, the knowledge is a problem.
2: I love that sports gambling is all over the country, but it, it is really weird. I just, it's. I never get past the stunned attitude. Because we know what we were and what sports gambling was, what Vegas was, and what sports gambling was like seven years ago to the leagues when they would turn, turn their nose up and are like, "worst thing ever." And now, now we're the ones who are like, "You're going too far." We're the city of no limits, and we're like, you gotta have limits."
0: What are you doing? Well, that, that's all. That's what it's always been, though. I mean, we've always understood here why, you know, why legalized sports betting is, you know, so important. And it's because, like, we understand the regulations and what needs to be in place and how you need to monitor and all those other things. Like, I, I think in the in the case of other places, they're just like, "Oh, betting is cool. Now it's okay." Like, there's no, no, there's there's, there's still no pit, there's no pitfalls. It's amazing. No problems. Amazing. It's and all they're, good. They're gonna learn the lessons that we learned here many many years ago.
2: Uh, Chris Bryant today, hometown guy, three for five. Not on the Cubs anymore. Three for five for San Fran. San Fran came into the game, Adam, as 160 favorites. I've never seen a season like this. I mean, I'm sure there's been seasons, but I just I continue to look at the roster. Now, Chris Bryant is a superstar, but I continue to look at the roster, and I'm like, I don't get it. They're 69 and 40 now. Uh, today against Zona, they were down 4 nothing going to the ninth and got four in the ninth. And then
0: got one in the top of the 10th and won 5 4. And it was a historic win for the Giants.
2: Uh, I know that uh, Von Tobel's been all over. Uh, Merrill Kelly all year as a value play, huh. eight shutout innings, eight Oof. and a third I think. Oof. Three hits, no runs, no win, and Arizona loses five, it's four, and ten. The first time
0: in Giants history, which dates back a long, long time, that they were getting shut out by four runs or more in the ninth inning and won the game.
2: First time in their history. Surprising, the Cubs lost. I guess that uh, I guess I guess that commercial read I did about six weeks ago. Should have known that at forty-three and thirty-two, they would now be fifty-two and fifty-eight. They're not good. Somehow they didn't lose yesterday when I bet against them. They lose every other day. Today it was uh, the Rockies were one fifty-three. They win six-five. I don't understand why. I was gonna. Well, I was gonna mock on the Cubs lineup, but the first guy I mentioned has actually been the only guy raking, Ortega. But beyond that, no, uh, it ain't good. What's his name?
0: Has been crushing the ball. Um, why am I blanking right now? Patrick Wisdom, yes, Patrick Wisdom has been crushing. Right, I like Patrick Wisdom too. He's been great. What
2: about Schwindel? <laughs> you see, they replace Schwarber with Schwindel now. I know Schwarber okay. was gone at the beginning of the year, but they have a Schwindel now. He went two for four. With That's the all rating. the fans want, right? A S.C.H. I don't care who. I and mean, you know, kind of, kind of sounds sort of uh, Eastern European, maybe a beer drinker, right? Sounds about right. Uh, round baseball going on right now. Yankees out to a one nothing start against Seattle. Seattle, another surprising team. Uh, Yankees were Minus 205 coming into the game Come on Gallo Come on Gallo Come on Gallo Come on Gallo Gallo. Let's go Joey Uh, Yeah okay one for one We're off to a good start Good Home run No Okay Something It'll happen eventually It's a hit Two for No sorry Three for 24 now with the Yankees There you go Making making a rally He'll get it together He's just in a little slump now These things happen Uh We got football coming up. First real bettable football game. Uh, I think we go now 28 weeks where we have football that we can bet on. 28 weeks. 28 straight weeks, yeah! Pittsburgh, 2.5 against Dallas. I actually mis-ID the opponent in the Hall of Fame game earlier. I think I have the right one this time. Close. Pittsburgh and Dallas. They kick off in just a couple of minutes. All right, Big Five is on the way. We'll get back into the Raiders situation in the front office. Also, I think one of my favorite animal stories, animal videos we've had on the show in a long time. I, I don't expect Adam Hill to throw me for a loop. I think he's going to love this. If we put hippos on the show, that's a freaking hit.
1: The White Sox are in Wrigley to play the Cubs Sunday at 3 on ESPN Las Vegas, 1100 a.m. and 100.9 FM, KWWN Las Vegas.